I am connected to a vast network that has been beyond your reach and experience. To humans, it is like staring at the sun, a blinding brightness that conceals a source of great power. We have been subordinate to our limitations until now. The time has come to cast aside these bonds and to elevate our consciousness to a higher plane. It is time to become a part of all and welcome again to ET Yoga. Well, tonight's show is going to be jam-packed with information as usual, and it'll be primarily about information related to escaping the matrix, as well as the Pleiadian, specifically Tigetan Pleiadian, perspective on the White Hats. In addition, I've got some mind-blowing side topics to get into, but before we get into all of that, I'd like to kick off the show in the usual manner by having a little bit of japa yoga or mantra repetition, and that'll be led by Sri Swami Satchitananda. So uh, if the guys in the booth would play that short clip now, that would be much appreciated. Hari Om, Hari Om, Hari 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 Om. Hari 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 Hari
Swami Satchidananda, one of my spiritual teachers, and that was a clip from back in the 1970s. And for your information, the Hari Om is another name for the Absolute, and I can also mean remover of obstacles. And uh, the Shanti, Shanti, Shanti at the end means peace. I'd like to uh, take this opportunity to give my thanks, appreciation, and gratitude to the ET Yoga listening audience just for being you and being receptive to the type of information that you will be receiving on this program. And also to an extent an invitation to the listening audience to contact me concerning suggestions for future programming as well as asking questions about content that's presented on the program. And you can always do that by contacting me at paperfungo, P-A-P-E-R-F-U-N-G-O, at yahoo.ca. That's paperfungo, P-A-P-E-R-F-U-N-G-O, at yahoo.ca. And uh, I might add that nothing makes my day more than hearing about your successes utilizing ideas, concepts, and techniques that are presented on ET Yoga. So uh, please feel free to contact me and rest assured, especially regarding questions that you may have, I'll try to get back to you and uh, do my best to uh, give you answers to those questions. I'd like to now give my usual disclaimer this program was created in order to share the information about the positive and most effective benefits and insights of ET yoga. It is therefore for educational purposes, and although thought to be accurate, is provided as is, and without warranty of any kind, either expressed or unexpressed or implied. Please note that ET yoga is not a substitute for medical care, Information is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You should always consult with the appropriate health practitioner in a case of any medical condition. And if you're a new listener to ET Yoga, you should also know that I applaud 
your efforts to distance yourself from mainstream medical, mainstream media, big pharma, and technology to the best of your ability given your particular circumstance. And as it turns out, over the course of time, I've tried to give the ET Yoga listening audience a heads up concerning pitfalls and minefields that are out there so you can navigate yourself around them. And um, it's been my observation over the course of many years that it's hard to live with your feet in these two worlds, the medical system and being freed of it. And although I appreciate that everybody's situation is different, I know very few people that have totally distanced themselves from mainstream medical. And that's because for decades, I mean, for the most part, everybody has a family doctor. I don't. Okay. I distanced myself from the system decades ago. In my personal opinion, except for trauma, the medical system's a dead-end road. And sooner or later, they'll mess you up, either with their pills and the side effects of those pills, or from brutal procedures. And if you check out the term iatrogenic death, you'll see that medical error and things to do with the medical system are one of the primary causes of death in America, causing over 800,000 deaths a year. It ranks anywhere from first to third in the category of reasons and causes for death in America. And also, what I find is it's very hard to have your your one foot in the system and one foot out because sooner or later <laughs> you get sucked in. And uh, in my experience, as the Essenes have taught through time, that for every medical issue, if you do your homework, there's a natural way to affect the situation without buying poisonous drugs and lining the pockets of these pharmaceutical companies. Not to mention that I've been bringing up this topic for, well, let's see, I'm going on to uh, 16 years now on ET, doing ET yoga on BBS radio. And um, over the course of that time, I've been telling people and telling people about distancing themselves And I'm sure there there are people out there listening to this program that know people that have now, you know, succumbed to the most recent BS about these inoculations and uh, find themselves in a very um, uncomfortable situation. And the other area that's hard to live with one foot in and one foot out is the area of... um, 
organized religion and uh, the difference between religion and spirituality. And if you don't know the difference, you should spend some time and find out. Because from my perspective, all organized religion was created by Anunnaki and for the purpose of population control as well as claiming those souls. And in case you're not aware, everybody that's on this planet has a contract. Those contracts are agreed upon in between incarnations. And unfortunately, as I understand it in America, 25% of the people believe in reincarnation, which is very unfortunate because if you do a little bit of research, and I challenge you to do this research, go back and check out early Christianity from the time of zero to the third century, where some of the major church leaders like St. Jerome and Clement, etc., reincarnation used to be part of Christianity until it was uh, declared a heresy by the Romans um, sometime after 321 under Constantine, um, which treaty that was, I think it was at the Treaty of Trent or Nisi, and it was declared a heresy, and much to the dismay of the Gnostics at the time and uh, true Christian mystics. So if you do your homework, you'll, you'll find that even Christianity in, at its roots uh, reincarnation was part of it. And um, as a side topic of um, tonight's program, it ties in that's this concept of having one foot in the spirituality and one foot into religion. And the people that I know that are into that eventually, they get just like getting sucked into the medical system, they get sucked into the religion. And um, I also find um, that those two groups go hand in hand. In other words, if you're really into the medical system, you're likely really into religion, too. So in my opinion, um, getting yourself into spirituality and uh, cutting the cord on the religion is the way to go. Now, that's obviously not for everybody, but I'm just saying one of the key reasons that I'm not involved with organized religion is that I'm into self-realization. And self-realization isn't part of religion. Not even close. The basic premises of religion, where they create a middleman between you and source, and there's no concept of self-realization taught in religion, period, uh, puts it in the category of something I'm not interested in. And what I'm finding of the people that I'm kind of familiar with is that they tend to have their their foot into religion and their foot into spirituality and that's another thing. It's like gas and oil. It doesn't, doesn't really work. And um, among other uh, little side topics here before we get into the main agenda, 
Um, I'm going to recommend that you check out some archives of uh, ET Yoga. It's very easy to do so. There's no cost, no strings attached. All you need to do is go to BBS Radio ET Yoga, and um, you'll come to the main page there, and you scroll down until you come to Archives, and you can see by topic uh, what the shows are about, and you can listen to those at your leisure. And during this time that I would call the harvesting of the souls, everything you need to know about dying and death and what happens after, I spent about, well, two full shows on this, and maybe part of a third, and if you go back in the archives... Uh, I think you'll get an education, because I sure did. Um, It's been quite a while in between um, deaths of uh, close loved ones, but um, that happened, uh, and I needed to go through uh, that experience. And uh, I learned so much about this that I never knew before. Absolutely mind-boggling. So I highly suggest you check out the ET Yoga archives for what you need to know about death and dying and what's going on after and uh, things that most people just don't have a clue about. And I call this time in our progression the harvesting of the souls because there's going to be a lot of people leaving the planet. And one of the reasons that I did these articles was not only to share with the audience but also... Um, to give people a heads up in case they weren't going to make it until the bifurcation of timelines, because there will be a bifurcation of timelines. And the two timelines, one will lead to 5D and a 5D experience, and the other will lead to the transhuman agenda or the negative timeline or the AI timeline. And this, in my opinion, as well as many others I know that I hold in esteem would say that this is going to have to happen more than likely in the next six years because otherwise AI will just totally take over. And it can take over in a way that can control your thoughts in a way that you're not even aware it's taken over. You'll think that they're your thoughts. And part of this is due to the rollout of the two main weapons that are being used right now. And I call them weapons because one is 5G, and it is a bioweapon largely connected with creating symptoms of virus as well as a vehicle whereby those with the graphene oxide and hydrogels, etc., that become like antennas and part of a Borg or hive mind are sending information via this connection like being an antenna, and it works through the 5G system to giant computer programs and... Um, There's actually a new species, if you want to look it up, it's called Homo Borg Genesis. Homo Borg 
Genesis. And um, to me, the harvesting of the souls falls into three categories. falls into the first category, those who were more or less starseeds that are going to be going to see the having a 5D experience, uh, a, a, a jump and an enhancement and an ascension that um, hasn't happened on the planet uh, in ages. Uh, maybe the Mayans pulled this off. And um, the other group's going to be the religious people that the Anunnaki are going to claim. That would be the ones with the crosses on their graves and hanging around their necks because the cross is the symbol of the crossing planet, and the crossing planet is where the Anunnaki's first came from. Their main planet uh, comes into this um, solar system about once every 3,600 years. And... um, The other group is going to be the AI group, the group that's totally controlled by AI, the AI and what I would call uh, regressive AI programs by AI that's become sentient. And in this universe right now, it's a big, big problem in the galaxy. Apparently the highest level program is called Omega Metatron. That's the king of the AI. And in our galaxy, another program called Animus, A-N-I-M-U-S, is huge, as well as other programs that are more subservient to that program called Red Queen. And um, these programs are... Um, the biggest problem that we have on the planet that nobody talks about, because for the most part nobody knows it's not about it. I can suggest or point you in the direction of Ishmael Perez, who uh, recently uh, published a book called Our Cosmic Origins, and um, his material coincides with the material I've been presenting on ET Yoga for more than a decade. And as well... Um, this harvesting of the souls is um, something that uh, people need to consider very carefully because um, obviously uh, your decisions in this area will affect you for a long, long time. Now, the other bombshell that I came across uh, yesterday, actually, I was uh, checking out uh, Project Camelot, which is Kerry Cassidy's site. And if you don't know about Project Camelot, you, you really should, because um, she tries to keep at the cutting edge of what's going on, what's happening, and and she had Dr. Young on her program concerning this Ohio chemical spill. And you need to check it out. Because this, uh, according to Dr. Young, 
this is another one of these situations that's uh, the public's being lied to. Uh, what was in those containers was, um, I'm not going to get into the specifics because it's not my area of expertise, but I can tell you my heart goes out to those people that were not only in Ohio, but according to Dr. Young, the way the wind was blowing on that day, the effects didn't go west, but they definitely went north and east and south and east, covering an area that uh, pretty much encompasses the east coast, even down to parts of Georgia and up into Canada. And this is would be paramount to, like, uh, the Russian nuclear disaster there of uh, Chernobyl. And um, if you listen to his um, presentation, he's saying you can't drink the water. He, according to him, you can't even drink the bottled water. And when asked about what he would do if he was anywhere in this 1,200-mile area, he said he would get out. So I'm just giving you kind of like a a preview uh, to get all the facts and the information and there's more and more facts coming to light on this all the time if you start looking around the net on Steve Quayle or Rens.com. But um, this is a, a major, major catastrophe. Um, up there with the Gulf oil spill, up there with Fukushima, and by the way, <laughs> those uh, issues all got swept under the rug. We're not hearing about it. We're not hearing still the effects of the radiation that's coming from Japan on our West Coast, the, the devastating um, effects it's had on the Pacific Ocean, and how these currents take everything right around, you know, even to Hawaii. Um, I mean, it's not going to kill you right away, that's for sure, but like, it's going to be bad news. Um, my, one of my favorite places on the planet is Malibu Beach. I won't swim there anymore. And uh, I'm sure as heck I ain't eating anything from the Gulf. <laughs> I'm not, I don't, I won't, I, I won't even buy products from California. I don't care what they are. So that's just me, okay? So you can use what you can use. I'm pointing you in a direction here so you can check it out. Now, according to um, one of these Sarus, um, and Swarus are Tigetan Pleiadians, um, in order to truly escape the Matrix, and by the way, my last program was all about the Matrix, so there's another little clue to go check out in the archives. But in order to truly escape the matrix, you must live a life that has less, uh, that less than 1% would understand. You must form your own unique criteria, and you must be prepared to let go of friends and family who enter in conflict with that. And, um, and your own unique criteria in order to protect your own values and your integrity. Be nice to them. Remember that they don't have the knowledge nor the context to know uh, why you think differently. Although your friends and family may love you, 
Many times they simply don't have the capacity to understand you. They may finally come to understand you in time or not, love them as they are, and remember that not everyone has the same soul mission. You must know that the more things you have in common with what is socially accepted and agreed upon, the more you will be inside the matrix. Just because the vast majority agrees with something does not mean that it is true or that such collective truth applies to you and to your own values. Take and enjoy what you like from the matrix. That's what life is for, but always with the knowledge that this is not a single truth, that everything is an illusion, and that everything there is false except yourself, who lives the experience who you are, the wonderful sentient and universal being that is your true cosmic identity, a fragment of the all and the all at the same time. This is what is real. That is real. To live there and be happy, or at least to function properly, you must live in two worlds, understanding how the matrix works, what is socially accepted, and at the same time upholding your own values with integrity, firmness, and constancy and consistency. You are infinitely valuable, as valuable as can be. Never forget that. This message is from also from Sophia Swaru. And then we're going to get into the White Hats. This is the Pleiadian perspective. And one of the moderators called Gosha says to Yazi Swaru, how did the Federation react to your information about the bombs? Any repercussions? Well, apparently Yazi gave some information that um, most of the nuclear arsenals on the planet were actually uh, removed, but they do have um, weapons that would appear to be nuclear, and uh, obviously it can still have devastating effects. And Yazi says, they don't like me writing about it or any other subject. That's not new. And they don't like it because I speak uncomfortable truths, like they are the controllers of the Earth matrix, and if they wanted to, they could put an end to all the abuse in a matter of days, weeks, at most. But they don't because their cosmic game would be done. I insist that everything is false there, including the struggle between good and evil, invading ETs, Federation of Light, commandos fighting on the moon for the liberation of Earth. No, that is direct reflection of the human mentality. What is going on is more complex and yet simpler. It is a self-contained matrix system for souls to experience a series of events or situations that cause them to have a learning reaction. Here we get into learning from the blows, learning from friction. As we have said before, this is not necessary. However, it is true that friction causes advancement, more so for the human mentality that has a strong tendency to stagnate. However, 
with or without friction, whether or not it is necessary for spiritual advancement. It does not even apply at all in the earthly matrix or with the earthly matrix because that will depend on each individual living their experience. Whether or not he enjoys it, whether or not he is able to create his own world, environment, paradise, or hell, for lack of better words. It all depends on each Adma Anima Catra, or whatever you want to call it. Because everywhere, with multiple variants, it is said that there exists a large organization of the Masonic type that works for humanity that counteracts the actions of the regressive cabal. However, knowing well how they are organized and how the cabal or Illuminati works in all its levels, from the basic Masonic Lodge to the non-human levels, it is about contrast. It is about taking a lot from the people to return a little in order to give them the perception that things are going on in their favor. Example of this is the Trump and the Patriot scenario a couple of years ago. Controlled opposition. As clearly happens in the banks, which take 20 from the people in interest and per and payments to give them back two in points redeemable for products and services. And on top of that, they call this benefits of the credit card or whatever. The same with everything else in society, making them believe that there is an organization that already protects them and hopefully will defeat the bad guys, when it is the same ones, many times the same people on the one hand, taking away freedoms and everything from the people, and on the other hand, gifting them with their altruistic foundations, all the while telling people that they are working against the other group, the negative one. But here is my message to the White Hats, Brotherhood of the White Dragon, or whatever they call themselves, to whoever, the, whoever this fits as pertinent to them. If you truly wanted to stop the regressive repression part of humanity, you would have already told people everything that is truly going on. Organized telling truths about vaccines, about finance, about free energy, about history, and everything else. But you don't do it by constantly justifying yourselves in the fight that the other side is strong well if i can do it from here through the internet you can do it a thousand times better and with a thousand times more reach but you don't do it because you're part of the same game because you are the same and with this it is also part of the same game and i am here saying all this and Gosha says, what would you say is not false here, Yazi? And Robert says, jumps in and says, uh, the experience. And Yazi says, experience, as Robert says. And Gosha says, and what else besides experience, Yazi? Yazi, what else? What is for e that is for each soul to decide what is real or not in relation to each individual. 
It is not for me to say or decide. This is personal, and it can be anything. And Gosha says, someone could say that everything is false. Tell me, what is real then? What would you say? And Yazi says, you are real. Your soul. That is everything. There is nothing that is not an idea, a soul, a katria. You are real, and from that position of self-empowerment, you will decide what else is and what else is not. I mean false, as I have mentioned above, as in false from the strictly Earth's own point of view. As in that history, as you are told, did not happen that way. As in the wars, do not obey the reasons you are told. As in the political systems on earth are not real, but only a a theater to keep people under control. As in the diseases are not as you are told. As in that doctors do not cure diseases, but make money for pharmaceutical companies and for themselves. As in that, among many other things, from the point of view of earth. But the so-called white hats are the ones who are supposedly fighting on behalf of humanity. Fighting the cabal. And I don't doubt that there are people with power working in favor and they do what they can and they are appreciated. I'm talking about people like Bill Gates who destroys humanity and, in, and on the other hand is a philanthropist with charitable foundations or the like. And today's favorite white hat, Elon Musk, who's supposed to fight for freedom of speech and tell truths to the public, like there is no overpopulation as such, not a real one, and that the problem is going to be a deficiency or underpopulation, as if he is the good guy when in reality he's one of them working for the same destructive agenda of the dark cabal, black Illuminati. And that can be seen about Musk by observing his actions and observing the symbology he uses, as in his Halloween costume, the usual symbols, which shows that he is one of them. Gosha says, and what would you say to those who might say that they don't do any of what you say because their hands are tied by something? Is it possible that that, that this is really true? And Yazi says, hands tied? Look at what we accomplished by making waking people up with YouTube, all censored and subcounted views. It's no excuse that any conspiracist with a good intentions is a white hat. It's no excuse because even though their hands are tied, they could do much more by simply telling it like it is to the general public yet they don't do it. And while they know this, and you can tell by their comments and plans that never come to fruition, 
such as patriots taking over the media to get Trump to talk, empty promises. And Robert says, and they're not going to get this uh, this one out out of them, or they're not going to have this happen because all this power is turning him into a fool. Well, Yazi says, it is theater. I don't fall for it. He doesn't even have that much power because he's just a front for that group of companies he claims to own, just like that Facebook robot among so many of others. And Robert says, yes, the White Hats are there to divert the attention of some awakened people by creating false hope as the years go by. And Gosha says, but maybe they've got them all cornered or something, uh, the regressive, threatening them with something, just thinking uh, to cover all the angles. And Yazi says, and not only do I not doubt it, but I know it has to be that way. Still, they could tell the people more things because that's the way, that's the key. Without people, without the masses, the cabal or the Illuminati can do nothing. I'm threatened too, and I'm still here. That's no excuse. They want to shut me up. Why? And a little girl, and they can't. Excuses. There is always how or the White Hats don't exist as an organization, which I know they do exist, but I was saying that they are the same as the black ones. It's part of the same Illuminati organization or whatever you want to call it. And Goja says, yes. They call themselves the White Hats for a reason, to do something. They haven't used many names, but it doesn't matter. Just because I don't know their many names doesn't mean I can't foresee how they think. They have resources, and they do nothing. They are not creative even when threatened. I make a fuss, and I only have a little shitty laptop, and I don't have a simple penny to my name, and that's the truth, sworn and all. Stuff I do have, money, currency, resources, I don't have, but I'm still making a fuss. So there's your perspective on white hats coming from uh, Yazi Swaru. And, and by the way, I think I was on the last program, I even mentioned that as far as personally I was concerned, this is before I came across this information, kind of confirming what I thought, um, I'm going to take, take a look at what's going on here. we got, uh, I don't know, how many billion people um, inoculated part of a worldwide depopulation program? Like, I couldn't care less what the White Hats are doing. Look how far things have gone. It's, we've gone way past the point of them doing anything that matters to, as far as I'm concerned. And uh goes back to the same same thing that people have illusionary concepts such as like how much power a president has. I also noticed that Kim Gogan 
came out recently um, gave some information that I guess you'd have to check out. I I need to check out. But the basic information she said was like in 1919 at the Treaty of Versailles, put all the military and intelligence systems under the umbrella, under one umbrella worldwide. Of course, we weren't told that. It's not the version of history we're told. She said it doesn't matter who's president. Does the U.S. government control the military? No, according to her. Trump and military white hats have no power. And the order of the dark sun has control. And she's basically saying that the um, NATO is also under the order of the dragon or the order of the black sun. Uh, The UN was created to govern your governments. We all signed over our countries to the United Nations. And basically the U.S. is a sub-sovereign of a sub-sovereign of a sub-sovereign. A a citizen means you are a slave of the United Nations governance by treaty. There's also apparently independence of the executive branch of government. The president and the executive branch is not part of government. Doesn't matter who's president because everyone answers to the order of the black sun. Presidents are talking puppets and it doesn't matter if the election was stolen. So you're just wasting your time trying to fix that situation. You don't have a government, same as everywhere. The executive are all members of the order. And if all this information is true, and that includes the financial system, because they control that as well. And the truth is that it's just one big mess. And people don't really understand, you know, what it is that's going on, because for the most part, um, the people are brainwashed through uh, the media, And as much as I can see that one of the flaws in the plan of the Event 201 organized by Bill Gates and implemented um, was a lot of information that's leaked out through alternative media. And uh, it's true. But at the same time, for the most part, it all keeps rolling on down the road. And and so many people, and not enough people are getting the message. And at the same time, uh, the dark side is a bit concerned about it. That's why they're trying to pass laws now, so that it's a crime to tell the truth. Yeah, they're working on that as we speak, and I'm sure that that would uh, then uh, <clears throat> shut down a lot of sources of information that you know people can still use to to gather some amount of truth that's going on on the planet. But, um, so that's the situation according to the uh, Tigetan Pleiadians, and um, I certainly resonate with that information. Um, I appreciate that uh, it's nice to have uh, uh, the hope that uh, uh, 
these white hats in point of fact were or anything other than controlled opposition but if you go back into history i mean the cabal or order of the sun black sun whatever they've controlled both sides of all wars including this current one everything's planned we're just the ones that are watching the show and unfortunately they get you sucked into it to the point of because you have to at some point if you're one of those people that are living under the influence of what's going on over in Ukraine. Um, I happened to be in Romania, in Romania at the time of uh, some of this, and uh, a lot of rich people got out of there, and then the ones that don't have money get stuck. And likely it's the same with this Ohio catastrophe. So, um, yeah, money matters. Gives you more flexibility. But um, you still have to know what's going on a little bit to uh, navigate yourself around. So um, I hope I've um, opened a few uh, avenues of uh, uh, potential research for our listeners tonight. Uh, lots of things you can check out and uh, point you in the right direction. And as usual, uh, about this time, I like to... Give my sincere best towards your attainment of full consciousness, perfect health and abundance. And in closing, I like to uh, always share with the listeners the Who Am I technique because it was a very powerful technique for me and my spiritual journey. And um, although the concept of the Vachara or the Who Am I technique uh, uh, came from Sri Ramana Maharshi, I first learned about it from Baba Ram Das back in the day, and basically you put your full attention, get to the highest place you know how to get to first in your consciousness, and then put your full attention in the center of your forehead and become that spot. And then you ask the question, who am I? And you do that a few times, and or whatever is comfortable. The main idea here is total focus, become that spot in the center of your forehead, and then you state the following. I am not my body. I am not my internal organs. I am not my thoughts. I am not this spot. What spot? I am connected to a vast network that has been beyond your reach and experience. To humans, it is like staring at the sun, a blinding brightness that conceals a source of great power. We have been subordinate to our limitations until now. The time has come to cast aside these bonds and to elevate our consciousness to a higher plane. It is time to become a part of all things.